your one stop for exclusive interviews. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma quarterback commit Cooper Wilcox. Cooper, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Man, really, the culture that the coaches show as soon as you walk in the doors, they make you feel like your family. They make you feel like a, a healthy environment to come and play football. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma senior H-back Dante McGee. Dante, thank you for taking time this morning to talk to me. This is honestly a once-a-lifetime thing, you know. Usually you get your five years and you're done, but you know, you get an extra year of play. I was like, you know what, I, I want to come back. I want to spend another year with these guys. Game press conferences. I didn't really like my first read, so I was just went to playmaker mode. Game previews, recaps, brought to you by me, your host, JG Smooth. You're listening to The Cho Show, only on the Suave Report. Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Show Show Podcast presented by TheSwapReport.com. I'm your host, Jonathan Goodall, a.k.a. Jesus Smooth. Now, when, 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 I, when I said, teased it uh, about the, the football episode, I, I did not think it would be this one. Now, I had one planned. Some things came up on my end, so I had to move. Full disclosure, I had two interviews planned for Wednesday, Wednesday and I had to move them both. Um, so we'll try to get those next week to you. But the, we should still had the baseball one coming on Thursday. But uh, we still have somebody that's part of the UCO football backfield instead of the, one of the mans running the ball. It is the man in charge of teaching them how to run the ball. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring on my guest now. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma running backs coach James Gilbert. Coach, thank you for taking time this afternoon to talk to me. Uh, could you start by telling the viewers and listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, James Gilbert. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, played uh, collegiate ball at Ball State University in the MAC. I played running back. And then uh, my fifth year, I uh, transferred to Kansas State, played running back there as well. And then I uh, had an undrafted free agent uh, opportunity with the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, got cut short and then got into coaching. Um, 2020 with uh, high school back at home, local high school called Lawrence Central High School. Uh, coach running back there called uh, junior varsity plays. Uh, had our opportunity with uh anderson university in the summer of 2021 uh then moved on to marion university nai uh still back home local school back at home um did there and then uh this past uh march i joined the university of central oklahoma staff well and you ran for almost five thousand yards in your high school career so like what what allowed you to have that level of success um i'll just say good coaches man our coaches Back then, I didn't really realize it back then, but I do now as a, as I'm coaching that they did a lot of clinics and like going to see colleges, you know, seeing how what they run and what worked for them and just bringing it back to the high school level. And, you know, us protect, perfecting our craft and we uh, had a lot of success running their uh, college schemes and stuff like that. Uh, and so you, 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 you chose Ball State out of high school. So what was it about Ball State that made you decide that that's where you wanted to play your college ball? Um, to be honest, I just want to, you know, I wanted my family, I wanted my friends and fans just to see my games. You know, Ball State was only an hour away from home, Muncie, Indiana. And uh, I just wanted, you know, people to see my games, watch me play. And, uh, you know, we play a, a lot of, a lot of like non-conference schools, like going to see their plays. Like, for example, 
played at Texas A&M, played at Notre Dame, played at um, where else? We played at uh, where the Falcons play at Georgia, uh, Georgia uh, State. Um, played a lot of different places, Indiana University. Um, just a lot of you know big schools that you know that passed up on you as a kid. But you know you go to a mat school an hour away from home, and I get to play those schools that pass up on me. So that was my whole point of reason of going to Ball State. Uh, and then you were able to make an immediate impact there. You scored uh, eight touchdowns over 600 yards rushing. You also had the game-winning touchdown against Eastern Michigan. So what what was what was that experience like? Uh, pretty good, man. Uh, I think that year we were only because we lost we lost Quake and then a lot of other running backs. They graduated, so it was like four running backs on the depth chart. So um, I knew coming in early. I graduated high school early. Coming in that I would get some playing time. I just had to earn it. So playing in the spring, I uh, ended up learning the playbook, learning the offense, and being around the guys, uh, building chemistry, and just you know being where my feet was at, and uh, you know grasping on along and. You know, when it came time for the season, you know, everything was pretty much easy for me. I just had to uh, pick up the speed of the game and, like, protection. While other than that, um, I learned pretty gradually going on throughout the season, week in and week out. All right, and then you had a, a great sophomore season. Uh, you you had over 1,300 yards rushing, which was fourth in school history. So rushing touchdowns was led to conference, sixth in school history. Your first team all-conference, 700-yard game. Then you ran for 264 against Buffalo. So what? So what? What was working for you there? <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest with you, man, I just, I just said, I said go, I set a goal for myself, like, hey, like, you know, I know what it takes because I play, I played a season as a freshman. I know what it takes, what the work I gotta put in, and just knowing, knowing like the X's and O's, like the block scheme stuff like that. So. Um, I just took upon myself to put in the extra work, perfect my craft, and, you know, going into that 22-season season, my sophomore year, you know, I just seen a, a immediate impact. You know, we got a new head coach that year and new scheme, new new system, new guys, and, uh, you know, everything came along great. Uh, I had a great O-line, great O-line coach, Kyle Devan, and, uh, you know, we put together a good a good season running the ball. So, uh, you know, just, you know, just really learning the blocking scheme, learning where, got, where, where everybody's blocking with the reds and stuff like that, who's going to be the unblocked defender. So just taking my game to another level. Uh, and then 2017, you played in the first three games, and then you had season-ending injuries. So, like, what what was that experience like going from here? You were one of the one of the, one of the best backs, not only in the conference but in the country, to then having your 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 season cut cut short. Man, uh, probably probably one of the like lowest points of my life in my career. Just you know, you know, go from the year before, like you know really good doing good stuff, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. I trade all that, all those individual accolades to get like a championship, get that. But, uh, you know, just going to that season, you had high expectations, you know, we want to win. We want to go to a bowl game. We want to go to championship and, you know, get hurt week three. We lost our quarterback. We lost four quarterbacks that year. And we've had to rely on a lot of freshmen that year. They end up, they end up being good. Uh, the COVID season ended up winning the championship with our, with our new head coach. But, uh, you know, my lowest point, you know, uh, hard, you know, it's hard to, you know, not, you know, give advice and give uh, leadership when you're on the sideline because you're not actually on the field because I'm all about, uh, you know, the physical uh, lead by example type of guy. So just leading from the sideline was pretty hard for me and just a different point of view. But, you know, our freshman, you know, Caleb Huntley, you know, he stepped in. Uh, Justin Hall, uh, Bryce Cosby, guys like that, that year to, uh, you know, 
we didn't end, we didn't finish the season how we wanted to, but those guys got a lot of playing experience, which uh, led them to you know be the players that they, they are today and win the championship later later on down the line. But uh, you know, just the injury was uh, it was week three. We played uh, Tennessee Tech. Um, I want to say I got like an outside zone play going to the right. Um, two defenders out there. I stiffed on one guy, and then uh, the second guy. I guess my my thumb got caught in the face mask of his, and then um, went to the ground. The guy tried to lift me up. I'm like, no, like. Don't touch me like something like something feel wrong. <laughs> so they take my they take my glove off, man. My thumb is literally is literally like facing like straight down, and it's just like just dangling. Like I'm like, oh my god, it's like what is this? And I didn't feel anything at first. Rush it to the uh, the locker room. Uh, my trainer he tried to like pull it back, but he couldn't. I guess hands are sweaty, so he couldn't get it. So I'm like, oh, like, oh my god, oh my gosh. So luckily he he ended up getting it back in place and um I was you know ruled out that game and uh throughout the the rest of the season as well and uh tore some leggings like two ligaments I believe and uh ended up getting a medical uh medical waiver so I can gain a fifth year of eligibility so that was that. <clears throat> so when when you, when you came back the following year did did you have a, a maybe a different appreciation for the game kind of having it taken away from you the season prior? Uh, just, you know, just just be grateful. Like, take a, take advantage of every opportunity you get because you never know when it's going to be your last play, last time stepping on the field. So, um, you know, my mindset, you know, I'm just give it, leave it all out there, give it all I can and, uh, you know, have no regrets. So that was my approach coming to the 2018 season the year after. And your your first game back, I believe you had a hundred yards there. So how how good did that feel to not only come back but to come back and have such a good performance? Uh, it, f- it felt pretty good, man. Uh, like I tell, like I've been preparing the whole off season to you know f- for my return to get the green light to be clear, and I got that, and you know just be out there with with the guys. Like I think. You no, know, we all had success running the ball that night. Uh, all, all three running backs, all four running backs, actually, and then the offensive line was just building that chemistry throughout the year. So it felt pretty good. Everybody's on the same page. So after that season, you, you decided to use your extra eligibility. You transferred to Kansas State. So what what went into that choice to go to Kansas State? Um, so as a kid, I always had aspirations of, you know, playing at a power five level. I always wanted to know like, what, 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 what would that feel like? What would that be like? Cause you know, I just think I got overlooked because, you know, I don't know, cause I'm Indiana or my size wise, as far as my frame. So, you know, uh, a mentor that I had in high school, um, you know, he knew, um, one of the coaches that, uh, he's at North Dakota state at the time, his son plays for him and, uh, end up you know, I went to a few games out there and we ended up having a connection and uh, step, stayed in touch. So when he got the new job, I think the end of 2018, like December, um, he ended up calling me saying the situation where they need running backs. Uh, the guy they had, he entered the draft early. Then I had a lot of guys basically transferring in. I mean, tra- uh, not transferring, but graduating. So they needed a need for running backs. So uh, I just thought it made sense. Uh, I didn't have to visit. You know, I just knew his uh, coach client. I just knew his. Uh, He's a player coach and just he's respected. He won so many titles at the uh, at NDSU. So, you know, I trusted him, uh, signed the paperwork, and then it was a done deal. I was there in the uh, spring of 2019. And uh, you you you've made a pretty big impact. That your, your your first game, a hundred over a hundred yards and a touchdown was the second most in a debut in school history. So, like at 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 that point, did you 
I want to say, was it a sense of validation or, or was it just like a, like I just proved everybody wrong that told me I couldn't play at this level? Uh, k- kind of, sort of. I mean, you know, I know, I know who I am as a player and I know I am who I am as a person. So, uh, really wasn't really nothing. It was just really like, I can play on any level. Like everybody put their pants and shoulder pads on just like everybody else do all that. X's and O's are all the same, nothing different at that at that level. Uh, guys might be a little bit bigger, might be a little faster, stuff like that. But other than that, it's still football at the end of the day. So uh, I didn't really, you know, try to point the finger like, hey, you, you passed up on you should give me an opportunity. It was just like hey, proving myself, looking at the man in the mirror like, hey, I can play at this level. And telling, you know, those kids that didn't get opportunity to play at, a, at the biggest level on power five level, like you guys can do it too, man. So that was really my whole objective for making that move. And what what would you say was your um it was your your most memorable time or most yeah most most memorable moment at Kansas State? I'm not gonna lie to you. So uh, the moment the game we played uh, o- uh, Oklahoma at Kansas State homecoming man, <laughs> uh, you know you just get that feeling you know coming out the locker room like like today's gonna be a good day man so. <laughs> We playing them, had a good game plan, got good coaches. Uh, playing them, and, you know, I think at one point it was either like 21-7 or something like that. But, you know, we we didn't blink. You know, we kept fighting to the end. Like, we kept swinging, kept swinging. Then, you know, we was over to overcome and, uh, you know, get the score up. And we was on top of them probably like, I want to say like 23, 24 points ahead of them. Um, and then we was able to pull the victory. So, I think that was probably like the, the highlight of my career. Uh, I mean, of our career going into that season and then like just all the fans jumping on the field and, you know, congratulations, pat on the back. Like that was probably the best moment. Like I'd never forget it in my life. Uh, and then just looking at your overall cost program, I mean, you had over 3000, yeah, you finished with over 3000 yards. You you finished 10th nationally among active players and rushing 11th in touchdowns, multiple time all conference. So when you look back at your college career, what, what sticks out to you the most? Um, like I tell, like I tell people, I don't think like I was the most like athletic guy, but I was coachable. I I understand, you know, like the X's and O's, and you know, I had good coaches around me throughout my college career. Each, you know, each coaching change or each stop I made, uh, good coaches and good teammates. Being a good teammate, you know, so I feel like just you know doing the little things, the little detailed things that people don't get credit about. I think I was good at that and just being coachable, uh, which is why I had I think a productive or all right college career. So that's what I would say. Uh, and then you mentioned you got you got a, a a shot with the Rams. So what was what was that experience like during your time there? Uh just a dream come true, man. Like, you know, where I'm from, you're not you're not supposed to make it this far. So just uh you know just uh you know have success in high school, you know, college and then get an opportunity with the LA Rams was like a dream come through, uh, a dream come true. And, um, you know, I did it just for, just to say like, you know, it doesn't matter where you come from, where, 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 where you're from, what's your family situation, that boy or that girl, like if I can do it, you can do it too. It doesn't matter what situation you're born into. You have the right to change it and do something about it. So, uh, that's what I want to share from that experience. And, uh, you know, it, it was good, like, just to, you know, say a dream come true. Uh, and so then after that, you mentioned you went into coaching. So what what made you kind of choose to pursue coaching? Uh, you know, I love the game, man. Uh, people always, 
brother, friends, family, they always said, man, you should get a coach. You'd be a good coach one day. And at first, I wasn't too fond on it, but it's like, dang. Like, I miss that that feeling, you know, like game day atmosphere, coming out the tunnel with your brothers, this and that. So it's like, what other what other career could you get into that you can get that feeling again? So uh, got into coaching, uh, like I said, Lawrence Central High School, uh, actually got in the building, too, as a guidance counselor. And, uh, you know, I just like the mentoring players, developing them, you know, watching them you know, learn the game and uh, share my personal playing experience with them and just, you know, watching them develop and learn. And, you know, that was the base thing I took from coaching. That's why I wanted to get in because you have so much impact on uh, young individuals. And was the transition from from playing to coaching, how how was that for you? Was it smooth? Was it, was it tough? What was that like? Um, I would just say it was tough as far as you got to be a good teacher. Coaching, all coaches are good are good teachers, and I mean that in the sense of, you know, I can say, like, hey, you need to uh, be watching the three tech and make a jump cut, stuff like that. Speaking, speaking in my language, but you know, you speaking a high school kid, you speaking to a 14, 15 year old kid that don't know the terminology or don't know what you're talking about. So as far as breaking it down and speaking their language so they can understand it and learn, that would probably be the hardest part for me. And you know, not being able to physically go out there and show them like, you know, you gotta be patient and then you gotta hit the hole and then you gotta, you know, go from there. So just aiming points and stuff like that. So I think that was probably the hardest, hardest part for me is taking what I already knew playing on a high level and just, you know, breaking it down, speaking to high schoolers the best way possible to make it make sense for them. Uh, and then you, you, you bounced around a couple of places you mentioned in the, in the open, and then you ended up at UCO. So how did we, how did we get to the point now where you're, you're at UCO? Uh, so I, I, I knew these guys when they was at, uh, Abilene Christian, uh, my, uh, coach climbing son, uh, Devin climbing, he was really, he was there with those guys in, in Texas. And, uh, you know, they had a couple of positions, uh, open up, um, uh, it just, it just didn't work out. Uh, I sent my stuff in, but they already hired a guy. Uh, and you know, we just stayed in contact. I had all their, all their numbers. So, um, when they got the job, uh, UCO, you know, it caught my eyes. Cause I'm like, dang, like I've been eyeing that. I've been looking at that program and now guys that I know got the job and, you know, reached out to them, sent my resume in, and then they called me the same day. And it was just like no burner, you know, they wanted somebody that could relate to the kids and, uh, you know, somebody that played the position and, uh, I, you know, it, it fit it, it fit it, it made a good fit. Uh, so, okay. So, so, so when did you, so when did you actually get to campus? I got to campus like early, early March. We were still doing like OTAs. Uh, we got a week off when it's spring break and then uh got to spring ball like the week after. So I got there like like March. Okay. So you were able to go through these summer springs. So what what were you <sighs> able to to learn about that running back group that you inherited? Okay. Uh this is off topic, but so when I was transfer doing the transfer thing, I actually went, I took a vid official visit at UCO. So I was already familiar with the campus and knew about the program. So you know uh, the running back, the running back position, like I said, for the spring, we only had like three guys, um, a couple guys hurt. And then we ended up bringing like a receiver converting him to a uh, running back. So end up having three guys, uh, you know, I remember when I was in college, I want to say like the 2018, 2017 spring, 
You know, it was only two running backs. It was three, but two of us, one guy got hurt. And just, uh, you know, <laughs> having to go back and forth, no rotation, no breathers. And, you know, anytime we get a break is when we go follow our receivers, stuff like that. So just the uh, – the, the the stuff they showed me throughout the spring so I could get a feel get a feeling and evaluate guys. Um Peyton Scott, like I said, met him. He's a pretty good guy. Uh pleasure working with him. He got a, a tremendous football IQ. Then we had another guy, Tayan Anderson. Uh I believe he's he's from Oklahoma. He played eight man football. He did pretty good. And then the, the guy that we converted from uh receiver to running back, uh Jalen Quattrell, uh one of the strongest kids on the football team uh, did pretty good. We're going to do a, a lot of different stuff with him on, on the edge and open space so he can uh, show off his speed and explosiveness, if that answers your question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, okay, so so what about what about Peyton's game uh, do you do you like the most? Uh, he understands – he's coachable, for one, and he just understands his, the uh, – the run scheme as far as, you know, you got to be patient on certain plays. And then some plays you got your tempo has to change and you can hit it a little, a little, a little sooner, quicker, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, you know, he's coachable. He's smart. That's why he can play. He's going to definitely play uh, this upcoming season. And just his IQ, you know, finding an unblocked defender, which we talk about one-on-one when we meet. And, uh, you know, his IQ got a high IQ level and, you know, for his lack of size, you know, he makes up for it. You know, he uh, he earned my respect when I see him thudding up guys in the, in the pass protection. You know, he's not he's not afraid, even though despite his size, he's not afraid to you know stick his stick his nose in and get his hands dirty on a guy. So that's what stuck out to me. Uh, and then um, I, I talked now was was J, was was J, was Jace healthy at all during the spring? Because I talked to him before the spring, and he said he was still recovering from injury. So what, what were you? What, was he able to participate at all? Uh, so Jace, uh, he was not able to participate in spring ball, but like every day he was at he was at me he's at practice, you know, doing the walkthroughs, uh, doing individual drills with me. Uh, he's already he's already to go now. Uh, he should be he should be uh bringing a good a good impact into the room. Uh, I test him before we got started with summer work. I was like, make sure you lead a group. Make sure you be a leader out there and catch the catch the young guys along, catch them along to what we're doing. And uh, I'm looking forward to working with him in this upcoming season. And I feel like you you inherited a really good duo there between Jace and Paige. I feel like they complement each other extremely well. So what what kind of what 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 kind of is your is your hope for the unit uh, this this coming season? Um. So obviously, I wasn't here. Last year, so I don't know what what they're like as far as like rotation wise and what they was doing, but um, I'm looking at like a running back by committee approach. You know, using multiple guys, uh, you know, at once. Uh, you know, it might be the first series. I might throw three running backs out there. You know, I might he go in there one play, he go in there next play, and the other guy, and you know, just keep shuffling them because, like I tell these guys, like the season is a marathon. It's not a sprint. You know, it makes it makes no sense for you to go get out there and give you 30 carries and you be banged up. And then we got like, you know, not 10 more weeks, 10 games left for the season. You know, it makes no sense. So, you know, just spreading the, uh, the carries out evenly and, you know, just going with the hot hand in the second half is what I see fit in our room, in our position room right now. Until somebody, you know, establishes yourself like they're going to be the guy. But right now, that's what I'm looking at uh, to play multiple guys. And that's just not from the running back room. That's from our entire team, we're going to play a lot of guys, keep a lot of guys fresh. We don't care if you're a young guy, older guy, a lot of guys will be the play as long as you know what you're doing. 
Uh, and I know you you got there after signing day. You you all signed two running backs, uh, Antonio Junior Smith out of Union, and then uh, Nathan Jones out of Clinton. I don't know if 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 you if you have seen seen their film. What uh, what do you like about those guys? Uh, Junior Junior Smith. Uh, you know, a, a lot of. A lot of our coaches were high, like highly on, spoke highly of him, and uh, you know, I'm excited to see what he can what he can do. Uh, you know, he's a guy that can do it all. You know, catch out the backfield, can line him up out wide. He can run in between the tackles, outside the tackles. Uh, has good speed, good hands. Uh, not scared to block either. So uh, we're excited about him. We're definitely gonna have him to miss this upcoming season. Uh, Nate Jones, same thing, man. Uh, good good kid. Uh, versatile. Um. Like in our offense, we want our brand best to do a lot of things. You got to run the ball, catch the ball, line up wide, uh, and you know, obviously pass protect too. So uh, those freshmen, they're coming along just well. We're doing OTAs right now, and they're picking up the uh, the offense terminology stuff like that. So I'm excited about those two guys. Um. Okay. Well, let's see. Um. Hmm. Okay. So what what has it been like working with uh, Coach Lechtenberg and Coach Curley? Uh, pretty good, man. Those both of those guys, they bring a lot, of, a ton of experience, man. So just to, you know, be in the same room, the same room as them, and uh, pick their brains and learn from them and talk ball, man. It's been, it's been a, a tremendous experience for me so far. And you know, those guys, and you know, they let they let me do me. Like the running backs are mine, and you know, they let me. Like, what are you thinking, James? What do you want to do? So just taking my ideas and you know, critiquing me day in and day out. Uh, I feel like. You know, it doesn't it doesn't get any better from a person in my position in, in regards to that. So uh looking forward to this upcoming season with those guys and uh you know just bringing new ideas to the table each meeting. Well, um well I guess before I get you out of here, I do this with uh, all the new guests. We kind of get some get to know your questions. So your favorite sports team. <sighs> favorite sports team. We t- basketball, football. It could be any sport. Uh, I always really go with the home team, but I like the LA Rams, man. <laughs> uh, well, I know you was happy. Have- <laughs> 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 I gotta go with them, man. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, okay, your your favorite hobby outside of football. Uh, I'm a big movie guy, man. I like I like going to movies. Every new movie that comes out, uh, I like I like to uh be able to see them the first week they come out. So big movie guy, love popcorn. Okay, <laughs> okay so so what what's your what's your favorite movie of all time? Uh, I'm into like the like the Godfather stuff like that, but I would have to say like like Scarface, Tony Montana. That'd be probably my favorite movie of all time. I like stuff like that. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um. Your 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 favorite musical artist? Uh, I want to say I have a favorite musical artist. I'm kind of kind of the guy that you know listens to whatever's out, like as hot that's out, whatever that's on the radio. You know, people, you know, playing that song. So I would say whatever's at the time is good, if that makes yeah. sense. So, so do you do you do you have a, a a personal favorite song of all time? Can't I can't really? I don't really have like I try to switch it up. Like I said, whatever, 
whatever's hot at the time, I try to stay with that. You know, future, he put an album out, been listening to that. And, you know, artists are always putting albums out every now and then. So, you know, whatever comes out and is hot, just banging that till whoever else put the next thing out. Now, I'm assuming that you do listen to Lil Wayne. Yep. I was actually uh, uh, watching a Lil Wayne podcast on, uh, I believe it's Pivot or I Am Athlete or something like that. I was watching that last night. So. All right, now this because it, it's a it's a debate among the guys. Now your running back Jace, yeah, he 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 he's in the he's kind of wishy washy. First, when when I asked him about Little Wayne, he said new Little Wayne. Then when, then he tried to clean it up later in the interview by saying old Little Wayne. Your quarterbacks the Fall Browns in the old Little Wayne camp. Uh, your tight ends coach Demetri Donald's in the old Little Wayne camp, and I think Coach Curley's also in the old Little Wayne camp. So, are you in the new Little Wayne camp or the old Little Wayne camp? Definitely the old Little Wayne. You know the Carter albums, like one, two, three. Like you can't, you can't beat that. So definitely old Little Wayne. I don't know what Jace is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sit down with him one on one. Let's see, um, your favorite food? Favorite food? Uh, I love seafood, man. I love Indian food. Uh, I've been, you know, switching my diet up, so kind of like a pescetarian. So, uh, yeah, seafood definitely. Okay. Um, your favorite type of seafood? I like crab legs. I like the, you know, the the, the boiled thing where you get the, you know, the eggs, the corn, no sausage, obviously. I don't eat pork, but yeah, uh, shrimp. And the crab legs. Uh, do you uh, do you game at all? Uh, not really a gamer. Uh, if I play the games, like I'm bored. Uh, the games I do play, I like. Like I said, I like Madden. Uh, don't really play the 2K like that. Uh, I like fighting games. Uh, yeah, but I play the game every now and then when I got some time. But you know, you catch me playing against, like, just know, like, I'm bored, bored. You know what I'm saying? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> see, um. Hmm. All right, now with the with the with the gear, because when I was doing research, your 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 game day attire it was switched up. I was like sometimes I think you would have bands, sometimes didn't have the bands. So like with the, the bands, with the, yeah. What you, you mean? Like you had the little, you had the little little. Like 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 playing wise, or you talking about like just pregame like playing wise, like 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 playing wise. I, I, I feel like your your gear. Because I thought there was some parts I saw where you had more gear on than you did other times. So, like, what kind of went into how you did your you know, gear? Right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you, like, I, I take my wrist up, uh, probably put, like, a towel in the back. Uh, Probably don't wear no sleeves. Running backs, we don't wear sleeves. Uh, I guess when it, when the weather got colder, put tights on. I really didn't like tights because I'm a I'm a big cramper guy, so tights wasn't really my go-to unless it was just like too cold outside. Um, I know in Muncie we didn't have an indoor facility yet at the time, and we you know we practiced we practiced in the spring where it was like uh, like cold, cold. You know what I'm saying? So uh, probably put on tights then. But uh, other than that, like game attire, you know, socks. Probably not too hot. Uh, take my wrist, uh, back plate, towel. You know, that was 
it basic simple guy and uh did you have any pre-game routines that you that you normally do uh for me i like to i like to just you know stay in a hotel uh you know we eat had pregame meal this and that but i like to stay stay in a hotel you know uh get off my feet you know review my uh the tips of, of the game and uh you know listen to music and you know uh probably watch like football like pump up i even watch highlights of myself just to envision you know being successful on the on, on a game day uh so i kind of st- st- stuck to that method and uh, I, I guess my final question for you to be for 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 those who might still kind of be on the fence about giving you all uh, a, a, a shot this season as far as coming out to see you play. What what can they expect from your unit and and from the the team if they were to come see you all play? Um, for, so I'm starting with my with my position group. Uh, like I said. You're not just gonna see one guy. You're gonna see a lot of guys uh, on the on the field that's gonna play a lot this season. We're, you know, we're gonna be the toughest group. You know, we want to lead the conference in rushing. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be physical. We're gonna be uh, you know we're gonna block. We're gonna protect. We're gonna you know run routes out the backfield, line up out wide. We're gonna be physical, run the ball in between tackles, outside the tackle. Don't want to uh, really have nobody you know bring us down in space one on one. And I say as, as far as the team. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, we're not looking to, you know, we want to win conference, you know, three, four years from now. It's This is something like we're trying to do now. We're not waiting. Like, why wait? Do it now. Why, why not UCO? So um, that's our approach coming into the season. And, you know, it's going to be some adversity. But at the end of the day, we're going to get through the storm and we're going to be us. Well, Coach, I appreciate you taking time this uh, afternoon to come on and talk to me. I'm really excited to see what that running back unit can do. It was, it was, it was, it was a solid group last year, but I feel like with 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 the guys that, that, that signed and and, and then um, some of the younger guys as well. And I'm hoping we get more of a healthy unit that's kind of banged up some last year. So uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, uh, seeing it. And 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 uh, any, anytime you want to come come back on, you're more than welcome. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, Coach. Thanks. Uh, so again, I want to thank Coach Gilbert for coming on. That That's somebody I actually was a fan of during his uh, playing days. I watched a lot of Maxion because they came on uh, during the during the uh, week. So uh, I, I watched a lot of him at Ball State. And uh, so it was it was pretty cool talking to him. Very rarely have been able to talk to a coach that I can say I was a fan of as a as a player. But I'm really excited for that unit. Uh, again, especially Jason Payton. I firmly believe that that's one of the better duos in the conference. Just hoping they can stay healthy there. I know Jace was kind of banged up some last year. Uh, and what uh, I said, I think those guys might have had 25 combined losses and over like probably a hundred some odd carries. So uh, that that was a very solid group, especially given the struggles up front. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with that uh, unit there. But uh, tomorrow, again, we'll be back. We'll be on the baseball front. Um, so just be on the lookout for that. And then next week, we should hopefully have a few more. Uh, like I said, I do apologize for uh, we had some planned. 
that we're gonna have to push back to, to, to next week. But so just be on the lookout for the baseball episode. I, I really, I really enjoyed uh, bringing those guys on. So uh, until that time, my name is Jonathan Goodall, AKA JG Smooth. I'll talk to you all later.